Till Death Do Us Recap. I'm Britt. I'm Tim. And today we are recapping episode four of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, season 11. Overexposed is the name of this episode. (laughs) Overexposed. Oh, Lord. So we have a continuation of the Lake Tahoe trip. Yes. The infamous Lake Tahoe trip. Where the, oh, there's so much like this whole season has been one long to be continued. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, it is. It is. I felt like for anybody that also watches The Bachelor and remembers the fabled to be continued, the fabled Colton fence jump that they teased us with for like 16 episodes oh, before yeah, yeah, we yeah. got it. I feel like that's what. Real Housewives is doing to us every single week. Every week. They're like dropping us with something, yeah. cutting out. I'm like, can we get a little better flow to this? This in was my the week opinion. that we were supposed to, we thought we were going to address the Tom and Erica. And of course, they just sprinkle in what we already saw in the teaser preview last week. Yeah. And then they to be continued. Yeah, we got no asses. new information on that. So yeah, we, we just started straight up. Morning after. The, it is a morning after. The morning after um, prank gate. Oh, prank gate. <laughs> Water martini gate. I'm okay if I never have to hear about this prank gone wrong anymore. <laughs> this better be the last week that I had to hear about the prank because I am just, it I mean, makes me cringe still every single time. It makes me upset still every time I think about how something that was supposed to be so hilarious got utterly ruined by Sutton's childish insecures. Yeah. But I have to say, I just feel like this trip in general, like the theme should be like, I'm triggered. I know. I was going to (laughs) say, everyone is in their feelings right now. Hardcore. Yeah. Some just like behavior that definitely like makes you cock your head to the side. Yeah. And go, huh. A head cock. Um, yes, a head cock, <laughs> if you will. Um, yes, everyone is totally in their Everyone's feelings. Everyone's triggered. And you end up finding, like, yeah, I feel like every behind every bad behavior ends up coming out like a litany of word vomit about something that has nothing to do with that. And yes. then you're like, okay, so this is, we're all a bunch of triggered adults smashed together for the first time. I have to say something that really stood out to me in this episode is how not cohesive and true friendy this group feels right now. Yeah. Like there, it is awkward right now. It's definitely, I mean, okay, you have your Sutton who's been a friend of the show Mm -hmm. and now she's, you know, full-time cast member. Yeah. And she's not doing well. It's Garcelle's, (laughs) it's Garcelle's second season. It is Kathy's first season. Yeah. And so everyone is kind of trying to find their footing. And I feel it feels as though Kyle and Rena are trying to be the glue mm-hmm. and kind of keep everyone moving mm-hmm. in a direction here. Yeah. Um, especially because it was Rena's trip that she threw. Yeah. But Which yes, I just thought definitely... it was telling that the morning of they, uh, I think Garcelle said something like, Oh, it's our last day. And Rena's like, oh, thank God. Oh, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh my God. Like, for as good as Rena is at playing dumb and playing the positive of a situation almost to a fault, like oh acting gosh. out of touch. Uh 
it was interesting to remember like, oh, what if deep down she is like, she feels responsible for this going well, for people getting along, getting to know each other. And low key is thinking like feeling the way that we have felt like when you end up stuck on a trip with like people that you're not that close with. Yeah. And you're like, because eh, it just takes so much more effort. Yeah, like 36 and like, more hours of this? Yeah, suddenly you're like, <laughs> you're like up getting your coffee and you're alone with someone that you don't know. Yeah. And you're like, hey, yeah. it's the sky is beautiful today, right? <laughs> like that was the vibe. And that is how I felt when we, so like before we get into all the Sutton bullshit and the crystal bullshit, like just them going on this boat. First off, it's very disorienting to see housewives on a boat not drinking alcohol. I have to. Also Some of say. them. I mean, were they? Uh, yeah, because Sutton got so like sober. Sutton got like a triple vodka with grapefruit. Oh, I just thought she just got the grapefruit juice. No, he I was, was like pouring... everyone's just drinking coffee and orange juice. No, they were they were pouring in. Okay. Uh, a, well, maybe I just, I was like, okay, this. But this, everyone else, it was like drinking lattes. Or it something. felt yeah. very like morning and it was very beautiful. Like, I'm like, I want to go on this like morning Lake Tahoe chili cruise with you romantically. Yeah. But this like group of girlfriends that aren't real girlfriends, like, woo, party. We go on this like what felt like a morning lake cruise. And then Rinna is just trying so hard. And she's like, there, like, there's complete silence on the boat. We're cruising. It's beautiful, but it's silent. And then Rinna is just like, this is special. Oh, I love it. This <laughs> is really special, you guys. I never. I was like, get, oh my God. Stop. I never get tired of Rena's <laughs> unifying energy when it, when she's so. When it's like desperate. Yeah. When like she's so unaware of everything else. Like Sutton's about to cry every moment in this episode. Yeah. And Rena, this is so special, guys. Yeah. I just, anytime she, she does that so many times. Yeah. And it happens, I feel like, once a week <laughs> where she just goes, ah, you know, and yeah. <laughs> I am so here for it. Yeah. I love it all the time. There's like people that that's the very thing that makes people hate her. But I just find people that are like a little bit out of touch with reality and just like bursting through life with a little bit of an out of touch pause. Like, I think that they're entertaining. I th Oh, endless entertainment. So, the I mean, to to your point yeah. of it being like a, it was definitely anticlimactic compared to the other boats yeah. that they showed. We have a deep boat history with Housewives in general, but Beverly Hills. And it made me think that I think we're still trying to figure out the level of woo girl partiness with this crew. Yeah. Because we've had a trip now and it just seems a little like, disjointed in yeah. terms of like the nighttime activities. Yeah. Like they're not really, I'm trying to figure out like the alcohol party vibe. You know of what this, I think it of is? this cast right now. These women are very LA. So everyone, I mean, I just feel like everyone is thinking about their health mm. and they're like, oh, but like I need a green juice or like my head's going to hurt or like I'm trying to stay hydrated. Like that, 
to be honest, is what makes Beverly Hills boring to me. Yes. And luckily we have so much drama going on that like that isn't an issue right now. But that is what sometimes sets Beverly Hills apart for me uh, in a negative way from like some of our other cities. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're obviously all much healthier. So that's good for them. But it's a little less fun to watch. That's kind of what I the vibe I get. Like, I felt like every night it was like someone else. You had maybe some people cheating on their diet, some people stressing that they have ruined their diet. Like some, you know, like yeah. all the water, all the like, I'm just like, come on, come yeah. on. This is the first time you're like doing something big and fun, let alone in the pandemic year. Like, yeah, please. if you're going to like, whatever cheat on your diet i don't care but for me it's more entertaining if i see you doing that through getting wasted and dancing on tables <laughs> yeah. rather than eating cookies and donuts for oh, viewing duh. for viewing experience yeah, for sure for sure <laughs> um so yeah i feel like those are kind of general feelings that we just have right now about this season about this group it's interesting it's just it's always like this awkward thing when you remember at the beginning of a season especially when you have a lot of like cast change up that regardless of what the show umbrella wants to make you feel these women are not friends on purpose and this show is forcing women some of them together are. yeah you know and yeah. so a lot of times it takes a minute for things to like get a groove. Um, And that definitely feels like it's happening right now. And let's just get into like, so Sutton is upset the next morning, which I find truly shocking. Like I was just like, how are you the upset one? So reminder, this is not about night one when she kind of put her foot in her mouth and like shat on Crystal over the racial conversation. Um, she obviously, in my mind, she's never gotten rid of the insecurity from that talk. And I think that that follows her through the rest of the trip. Oh, for sure. But that's not even what she's upset about. Like, yeah. supposedly this was made up the day after. And then we have the fun night at the restaurant where she feels left out and thinks a bunch of people are basically texting at the table about her because everything's about her. Um, and then the culmination of it all with all of them. And she basically just felt stupid. Yeah. Well, and on top of that, the night before you had all of these people coming up to you like one-on-one and in the group being like, you need to chill out. You need to chill out. And her response to that is to wake up the next morning and like make more people come comfort her. Yeah. It's like, no, this is your opportunity to come out fresh and be like, I'm so sorry about last night, blah, blah, blah. Not with your roller. Oh, the roller, the roller, you guys, the the facial roller is the leading character of this episode. Oh, my God. I was so confused when she had that at first. I was like, what what, what, what is she holding right now? She's rubbing her face with a vibrator. That's what it looked like. I know. I'm like, uh. no, it was just like, I mean, there's just I don't think I've ever seen anything better in terms of the way that someone's handling Like, I'm sorry, but Sutton, like, you really, you made yourself the joke of the episode with that. Like, I just, it was so, she's she's crying. She's upset the morning after. Kyle and Rinna come in to check on her. She's rubbing her face with her stress vibrator. 
<laughs> so, to talk <laughs> through. Vibrator. So all she's really taken away from the night before is not that she projected a bunch of her own bullshit on everyone. It's that everybody left her out. She still can't let go of the fact that Crystal kicked her, which I'm like, she kicked you to try and include you in the joke. And we don't, Sutton's making it seem <sighs> like this was like a brawl outside. She like kicked a karate me. Chop. Like, no, we do not call an under the table nudge a kick. No. It's not violence. No. Let's just chill <laughs> no. here, people. We know you have skinny legs. Get over it. <laughs> um, so she's upset from that and she's still not owning it. And, and all she's focusing on is that all of the names and all of the words like, I was called overdramatic and crazy and all of these things. And it's like, ugh, you just see it before your eyes. It's like once someone's in one of those places where they view themselves as the victim and everyone's against them, then everything that happens from then on is just going to confirm that belief. So she's looking for it. Yeah. Anyways, it was just ridiculous. And I thought it was crazy that like she woke up with that, especially after some of the girls chose like the Hiltons or Kathy and Kyle actually stayed up with her after everyone else went to sleep and like giggled with her and tried to distract her. I'm just like, seriously, grow up, Sutton. It's the Sutton show right now. She's so we yeah. All so we go herself. on the boat and like Sutton is sitting with her Jackie O glasses in the corner, like trying not to cry and sniffle and just like choosing to not be a part of the group, choosing to not try and have fun. And then goes out of her way to like pull Crystal aside and let's talk again. And I just have to say I was fully team Crystal in this conversation until she called her blatantly crazy. Yeah, crazy and manic. It's just like that is not how we're going to find understanding here. I, I get why you feel that way. It's like you're not wrong necessarily. No. But if we want to like move on and yeah. get out of this moment. This That's is something your opportunity. you say when you're talking to your friend about the thing. You can say that in the heat of the moment. But if you're face to face with Sutton and Sutton's trying to make amends with you, however cringily and clunkily, you're going to like she I felt like the conversation was going well in the sense that like Crystal was basically winning. Sutton still looked nutty. Yeah. <laughs> She's suddenly bringing up that actually all of her bad behavior and her blubbering and her insensitivity and her paranoia is actually all about the fact that she had to move out of her home that she loved a month ago. And so that's why she's being ridiculous. And it's just like, oh, my God, Sutton, this episode, I'm not buying it. This episode's theme, yeah, I think like we touched on earlier, is all about something completely ridiculous <laughs> happening to you and then blaming all of your reactions off of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> the reason you're mad is not the reason you're mad. Is yeah. The so she... I don't see color because I had to move out of my house and <laughs> right. I can't come to dinner because you saw me naked last night. Like just a bunch of weird shit. Yeah. So Sutton doubled down a little bit in this talk at first with the and then you kicked me. You kicked me. <laughs> and Crystal's like, Sutton, I literally was trying to include you on the joke. And she's like, okay, okay, well, so that, oh my God. And then, 
So Crystal shuts, in my opinion, the success of this amends conversation down when she does say you were being crazy, however valid she is. And that's when things start going south again. And what does Sutton do? But pull out the vibrator again. The soothing, And just starts rubbing her face, face roller. again and says like, sorry, this helps me. <laughs> <laughs> So I just was dead. And I mean, that was my biggest takeaway. It was like, they basically in the end are like, okay, we're going to try and move forward. And Crystal's like, fine. Even Crystal clearly is like, I cannot stand this person. But like, however, I can just like, can we just get through this? Like, I don't want to talk to have a heart to heart with you anymore. Yeah. Um, But then. The plot thickens with the crystal and the Sutton of it all because by nigh, by nigh fall, (laughs) Sutton has done some, as she says, like some serious contemplating and evaluating today. Um, Because it seems like they came back from their boat cruise and then everybody sort of did their own thing and like took naps and chilled until dinner. So we all unite for dinner. Sutton is just a sprightly spring chicken, she has decided that she is ready to have fun on the last night. And so if everybody could just have fun with her because she's ready and she thought a lot today and she's very sorry about her behavior on this trip. And again, my behavior on this trip has been so bad because I I had to move out of my house a month ago. I've realized, okay, wah, wah, wee, wah. Well, we get a text report as they're all sitting down That Kyle, I mean, not Kyle, Crystal will not be coming to dinner and that she is just like spent and overwhelmed and over it. And then we're like, wait, dub TF, dub TF. (laughs) And we don't find out the details of that until the next morning. So which should we just? Yeah. 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 So, So go. No. So she doesn't come to dinner. Well, because she says she's worn out and she was offended by the way that, what would this be, two nights prior now, Yeah, Sutton came into her room to bring her her coat, which is a weird thing in general. If it's like... I hated the whole thing because I, Sutton looked at the sisters and went, oh, I'm going to take Crystal her coat because that's what girlfriends do. Yeah, it was and weird. Like, it's you're like, you're not girlfriends. And the coat is like, in the house that you guys are all right. staying at. Someone will get the she coat eventually. Bed. Like, she doesn't need yeah, that. Yeah, bizarre. Knocks she wanted on, points for that. Yeah, knocks on her door, knocks on Crystal's door, and apparently Crystal was like, t- had just come out of the shower or something, was naked, and so Crystal was so offended. I that- have to say I'm a little confused by this whole thing because I swear <laughs> she was on the phone with her friend talking shit on Sutton when Sutton walked up. And so... I the only thing that I can make of it was was she either in the bath talking on the phone to her friend or has she just gotten out and then she was just naked talking to her friend on the bed? I was a little confused as well, (laughs) because when they first talked about it, I assumed that this was pre dinner. That that Sutton came in again a second time before dinner and she was naked, but then it gets revealed. Yeah, it was was just that one night, just that one night. In my eyes, this is Crystal trying to steal the attention ball back from Sutton because for the last, you know, 48 hours, everyone has been, you know, Sutton, Sutton, what's going on, Sutton? Are you okay, Sutton? And like coddling to Sutton. 
And she's like, I'm over this. Sutton isn't a victim. Sutton is actually the one that's made me feel uncomfortable. And these are the reasons why. Yeah. Even though they're kind of a little weird reasons on the outside, but whatever. She can feel however she wants to feel about that. But in my eyes, this is totally a power move by Crystal being like, okay, I'm not coming to dinner. Someone come and check up on me now. I don't know. It's childish. It's petty in my eyes. And they're both a little petty from time to time. Yeah. And they're trying to get their footing with this crew. but Right, which Kyle and Crystal talk the next morning, and that's the first time that we hear of what she's really feeling. And she's, like, getting teary and talking about it like Sutton violated her. Yeah. And it's like, here's the thing. I totally get why someone that you're, like, on edge with and tense with right now popping into your room She's like, I knocked, but it's like Sutton, you knocked and walked in like she's not your family member, you know? Yeah. Um, When you're like not on great terms with someone, it is weird when you said you've retired for the night for them to pop through your bedroom door. And then I get why she's like just on complete defense mode with Sutton now because she doesn't like her. So for Sutton to see that she's naked and be like, I'm not looking like who knows what you're doing in here. She like took that all personally, like she was implying that she was doing some I don't know, masturbatorial something, (laughs) something weird. So now she's all offended that like you made me look weird. And also why the thing is, I get all of that. Like I get the annoyance and feeling a little bit like that was weird. That shouldn't have been you to do that. But that you sat on it for a whole day and you missed dinner because of it, but didn't communicate it to anyone and then well, not to mention you're too. weeping the next day as I just am like, that's not even. I... Well, I will say also on top of that, they had a heart to heart on the boat and you didn't think, I mean, maybe you were just so over the conversation, but that would have been an opportunity to be like, yeah, you know what? Last night really bothered me X, Y, and Z. Well, and here's the thing in my mind. She didn't do that because that talk was another. She doesn't respect Sutton. And she's like, you don't get where I'm coming from. You've made that clear. We're not going to be close. So I'm just going to like say what I have to say right now for you to be okay, so we can move forward and just be like cordial. But I'm like, if you're going to really follow through with that philosophy, which like I understand, then you can't be crying about some stupid shit they did the next day. Like, it's like, follow that through to its fullest, which is that, yeah, she did this weird thing the night before and that was fucking weird too, but I'm chalking it up to weird ass Sutton. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to expect her to get that. And maybe if she does it again, I'll call her out in in, in the moment and be like, this is weird. You're not allowed to do this. Bye. But yeah, so that was just like, and Kyle was just so confused. She's yeah. like, wait, so you felt like personally violated, but you, it's 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 just none of it makes sense. Yeah. So, but dinner party aside, so like, Crystal didn't come. Um, it did go pretty well, like all things considering. Um, things that I noticed and loved, Dory needing to wear her purse. Because it goes with the Luke, even this... though we're in, in a, a, I mean, a palatial, but a, a palatial cabin. She needed her purse. For she her Luke. went from, <laughs> she went from Dorit when we got to see her absolutely crushing bocce ball and reminded of all her competitive greatness. 
to adore it with bringing the purse to uh, to dinner. I, I mean, re- that's the wholeness of of who Dorit is. I love Dory. Oh, and Dory got mad because Garcelle yelled, calling her Dorit, which yes. was one of our favorite moments. Um, the plastic surgery conversation, LOL, to Dorit saying, I've had no work done and I just know how to contour really well. Yeah, the before and after pictures oh are gosh. great. Yeah. I don't know much about the makeup world. And by much, I mean nothing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if contour has that magical well, you know power. a little bit from RuPaul's Drag Race. This what they true. do is contour. Yeah. But no, no. Yeah. Just no. But also, this conversation is so tired and old that, like, I don't really care about grilling people about it. I just think, and I don't care if people do it. I just think it's fascinating when people, A, are hell-bent online about it, uh... Or especially because the, these in my I think these this city, Beverly, like this cast is usually the most open about the work that they've had done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, OK, just show your cards here. Why? I mean, who cares? Right. Like, it doesn't Nobody matter. Cares this is here. a non-conversation. Yeah. Um. OK, we do have to talk about the fact that at dinner, of course, Fucking Garcelle has to bring up her, like, remind everyone that she still has a beef against Rinna for the Denise stuff. I really hope that this is the last time we cannot that we get into Denise. This is ridiculous. Because it, it is. It's the fourth episode. She was on for one year. Yeah. And, like, give me a break. I know. Stop with the Denise talk and stop holding it against Rinna. I know. I'm over it. And keep and like, like I'm over but it. this is my thing is Rena keeps Rena keeps acquiescing to that energy and re-explaining herself over and over again. Yeah, and the I'm next like, time she needs to be like, we're done. I'm not having this conversation. I'm just anymore. like, it's not worth it because Garcelle has like a categorically different view on what's expected of you in friendship. And so you guys are never going to agree on this. Yeah. And any time that you bring it up and keep talking and keep doing the self-flagellation as you said yes then it's getting it's, obnoxious it's only it makes make... Garcelle not respect her exactly much. it's only gonna make it worse so let's stop talking about it well we do have to address the fact that in Rena trying to explain for the 50th time why she did not <clears throat> blindly defend Denise Richards last year um she decides to tell a tale oh this was so weird <laughs> She decides to tell a tale, an anecdote, if you will, about Harry Hamlin, her husband's old best friend, who come to find out is a rapist. Yeah. And Harry Hamlin choosing not to support this friend anymore and go to jail to visit him and love him regardless of his rapiness. That is the same as Rinna choosing to not uh, support Denise in some of her lies about her sex life. (laughs) It was... Ah! As people that are not Team Denise in any way, it was like, Rinna, you are... Just please, This was a weird low point. I mean, it (laughs) it, it was Garcelle. I loved Garcelle. She goes, don't tell that story again. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it was just like... 
<laughs> you're having just this com this conversation at the dinner table, and it turns into this like <sighs> really dark, very dark, very dark, and like the most false equivalency yeah, I've ever heard. I, I'm like, Rena, stop! Like uh, you were maybe making sense for the first time now, around this issue, and then you just kamikaze yourself into the ground. Sometimes her explanations for things. This is not the first time she's <laughs> dropped a false equivalency over the years. I can't yeah. think of them over the top of my head, but sometimes when she gets put into a corner, she'll come up with this, she'll tell a, an anecdote about something that's like completely unrelatable and be like, that's, like just why I, that's just why I feel that way, you know? And I'm like, what? What? This is not, No, that yeah. was very bizarre, was very awful. disturbing. <laughs> And we're all like Harry Hamlin. Like, like why are you married? To, I mean, I know that that's not, not yeah. that straightforward, but the whole thing was fucking bizarre and not related. Yeah. And I'm sure Harry is not very excited about the fact that you chose to air that story on television. It was just, it was in <laughs> well, bad form. It was. And then and this faced. is what Rena does when she's fearing, feeling desperate socially. She starts grasping at straws and oftentimes like further humiliates herself. And then the worst part about the whole thing, besides the rape story, is that then she starts getting into the fact that there are big secrets that she knows about Denise. And there's a lot more information that she was operating on than anybody at this table will ever know. And so even though she looked like a bad friend, she wishes you could know how she wasn't a bad friend because there's lots of secrets I know that I haven't told, but I'm letting you know that I know secrets. And it, it's like, This Rina. is what continues the crap. Right, and then Garcelle is like, well, you, the alternative to what you just said is not saying anything at all. Yeah. And that is true in this situation. I'm yeah. sorry, but it is. No, you're right, actually. And I've kind of shifted thoughts from a few minutes ago and I'm more of like Rena just shut it down stop opening your mouth about this please your huge mouth yes <laughs> get the lip liner to do all the talking for you keep your mouth shut and then Garcelle will stop bringing this up yeah. and Garcelle also stop bringing this up yeah and everyone, everyone just stop with their anecdotes and their <laughs> false equivalencies and their, well, I actually know something that you don't know because all it's doing is adding fuel to the fire and I don't want to see it on my TV. I don't want to see that. Yeah, it's it was a lot. Um, besides that, the rest of the night was pretty good. And like Rena was like really amping up her woo girl to try and get the party going, screaming at everyone to get in the pool with her, to which Garcelle... <laughs> did make a great she was like hey Rena, you know that stuff we're talking about right now is a moment where you let it go she's like oh like that was pretty funny I'm sorry it was funny and it just shows you like for me how quickly Rena can bounce back yes. for things and and like and that's totally what makes her so endearing exactly if that had been Sutton, oh, we would have had the waterworks and everything like right. that. You know, it, it's just like. Which is why I'm honestly still shocked that Garcelle is accommodating Sutton at this point. Because Garcelle is someone who almost to a fault sometimes suffers no fools. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to a point where sometimes we're like, wow, that seems a little bit like cruel. Uh but it's also what I think makes her fun to watch because you're just constantly like, okay, what bullshit is she going to shut down today? Yeah. But you're putting up with like the most blubbery white woman 
in this cast. Like, you're so right that if she had been Rena in that whole thing, like, she would have blubbered and freaked out because yeah. she would have felt stupid. But whatever. That is why we love Rena because she can be, even when she's annoying, she can be like, oh, point made. And then she just went and jumped back in the pool. We got to watch a lovely synchronized swimming routine, which I was like, this would be me. Yes. At that gathering. Yes. Like, I would not be playing Jenga in my bodysuit. I would be in the pool doing a synchronized swimming routine with Rena and my friend Jane. Yes. <laughs> For everyone. Rena just rolls through the punches sometimes like she's hosting, like she's selling her sweaters on QVC. <laughs> yeah, she like does. She's got that energy of just like, okay, and the sweater fell off the mannequin, but now look at over here and I'm selling you my sweaters and call now. And here we Duster. go. And yeah. yeah, I know. She's some, Rena does seem like she has limitless energy. She's like an energizer bunny. Um, there was a lot of games that were played, not and not just emotional ones. I mean, like literally lots of games. Bocce, uh, yeah, foosball, pool, pool, Jenga. Yeah. Uh Erica wore a baffling outfit to that last dinner. I don't really know. I didn't feel great about it. I what was it? It was that weird, like I feel like she was trying to do like a streetwear look, but it just wasn't really working. Oh, that's right. With the pants the unbuttoned with some gym shorts jogger. underneath. Yeah, it was very know. odd. I was like, Erica, I support you. Like, I love to see you in a jean because I never get to. But I do look for, I look to you to be the pinnacle of Luke's. And I just was not. No, speaking. I mean, you can't win them all. Speaking of Luke's, mm -hmm. I have to make some comments about the beginning of this episode. Okay. So they all come out for morning tea, coffees and whatnot. And we are getting some, they are baffling me. Okay. <laughs> Erica has these morning sunglasses. Oh my God. That she only, to my knowledge, only wears in the morning. They look They're like the so kind weird. of sunglasses that they give you after someone gave, gets LASIK. like LASIK. Yeah. And they have like blockers on this. It's like, I'm like, whoa, this is a lot. She must get really bad like hangover headaches maybe that's, like, that's it, the but, only thing uh, i can think of because it is very strange yes she's always done this yeah it's luann does it too though from yeah, new york luann's are like regular glass these are like i don't know they're yeah. just they're funky looking kyle <laughs> comes out with her just open nose tape bless her <laughs> i just i love it because of her dangling strings her, in her nostrils her dangling stitches she just walks out with nose tape and Rena's look is baffling it looks like she's auditioning to be another member of run dmc she's got with a her fendi, fendi puffer she has an all black bucket hat and then these like oversized brown hued shades and i'm like what is going on this morning yeah uh the more the the morning looks that they give me from like it's like a half try, half not try. Yeah. Mishmash is yeah. just. It's fun. Amazing. It's fun to witness. I love it. Um, I guess the only last things to say are that on the last day after the night that Crystal skipped, um, Sutton is now, again, she's in great spirits because she had a fantastic night. She synchronized swimmed. She laughed. She didn't embarrass herself. And Crystal wasn't there. And so the next day, now she wants to make amends. So she knocks on the door again. This is after Crystal has shared with Kyle her, her trauma, the coat trauma. Yeah. Um, and so then she decides to share with Sutton. And it's just bizarre. Like, 
I mean, Crystal is reacting in a way that like it does scream like, oh, is there like trauma here? You know, because she's like I, the way that she like apparently like grasped herself and like fell on the floor. It was like, OK, this feels like it's about something so much bigger and more personal that you're not going to share with us. And that like I'm not going to argue with that or say that that's crazy, but I am going to say that it is confusing on the outside for those of us who don't know what the fuck is the real thing that triggered you with this. Um, it's obvious that Crystal really, really, really was over this trip. If you actually think about it. Yeah. Cause from boat until that conversation with Kyle. Yeah. Do we really see her interact? No. Interact. No. I mean, she, and it's interesting. I'm like, what were you doing for the whole day? Like, she must've just hung out in a room. Yeah. Uh. I do feel for her in that, like, she's a new person and she's trying to forge relationships with these people. And that first night conversation with Sutton was really heavy and really draining and yeah. probably really disorienting to then be going through the rest of the trip being like, I don't trust this woman. She doesn't even want to know my experience. She yeah. doesn't think it's valid. And she victimizes herself and centers herself in everything. Like, you never know when she's going to pop off or get offended. And so... I think by the, I, I like, and so for those reasons, I kind of do feel for her that no, like I by feel, the end, she's just like exhausted and over them and just like wants to be done. No, I, I, I feel for her too. I'm just more like from the standpoint of like, that's a lot of hours to kill. Like when you're stuck on a weekend trip. Oh, we're back to the hours. Yeah. I wasn't trying to explain the hours. I was just, it is an hour. I was kill. just saying, I've been in that situation before when I don't want to be on a trip. And you like sleep in as late as you can because you're trying to kill. And I'm just like, that was a good chunk of time. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you're not as concerned I'm as I am. I'm not as impressed by it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but this last conversation, now Sutton's on her best behavior. And she's super freaked out by the way that Crystal, like she's like horrified that yeah. she received it this way. And now she's really desperate and she's grasping at straws and she insists on a hug. And she's like, I just, you might get flowers tomorrow. And she's like, she's trying so hard. And I do feel for her in this situation, but I'm also like, Sutton, you need to learn how to like, like, I feel like she's so consumed with making sure that she's okay with everyone now that she's like over, she's throwing herself. Yeah, give some space. It's here. like, give Crystal some space. Give the apology that she needs and just like leave her alone. Why do I get the feeling that this Crystal Sutton friendship Ugh. will not last? <laughs> it's over. Something tells me that. Oh, it's already over. But I mean, they made amends. But it and was I'm fake like, amends. I'm like, it was yeah, fake this amends. is this is going to last up until 10 minutes into next week. Yeah, that was some fake amends. So. I mean, and then, of course, we get our, like we said at the top, we get our teaser at the end again of the Tom and Erica drama. So it's like, and it is interesting. They definitely made a point to include random things Erica said throughout the trip as like little Easter bad, eggs. It was such an edit. It's such an obvious edit for me. I'm like, oh, they're talking and having this random yeah. conversation about Tom's work on this boat. This is totally thrown in because right. we're getting more juice later, but whatever. And then there was that time where she was like, oh. She was talking to Garcelle and she was like, my whole fucking life is smoke and mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's these little things that, you know, they're dropping. So 
I don't doubt that this Crystal and Sutton drama is going to press forward (laughs) through the whole season, but I think we're finally on the precipice of Erica Jane's life exploding in the season and like kind of taking over the main narrative, which which I'm, I'm ready for. I'm so ready for. Especially because we have known Erica for so long and she's such a queen and such an icon. And yet, I think everyone would agree that she's somehow managed to still be the housewife that we know the least on a deeper level. And everyone's always known that Erica has secrets. Everyone's always known that the way that Erica and Tom supposedly met is a little fishy. And like, she dropped mob hints that she was like involved oh, in yeah. the I mean she's got a lot there's going so much on. we don't know and then like just little things like how Tom didn't come to see her in Chicago yeah. last year and when she she was on Broadway like there's just so many things so I'm excited to get to the heart of EJ this and season. it just honestly like rich people getting in trouble it's it's rewarding. so much more fun yeah. than some of the stuff we've been dealing with the last couple <laughs> weeks. So yeah. we're looking forward to it. Yes. And that's all I got. That's all I got. Um, Have an amazing week. And thank you for listening. And like, subscribe, and share if you have a friend that you think is going to enjoy this. And we will see you next or listen. We will talk to you next Thursday. You'll be hearing from us <laughs> next Thursday. Yes. Bye. Bye.